Oh, hello. I didn't hear you there. <laughs> Hi, dear listeners. Kaylee here. I hope this podcast finds you well. Seriously, Lisa and I hope that you're all safe and happy and healthy in what just keeps on remaining the weirdest of times. For me, it's felt it's felt like just sitting on edge waiting for the world to get back to normal. And I think much like a handful of survivors in space, it seems like now what we have to do is start adjusting to a new normal. So that's part of getting this podcast out to you after so long. Some updates about us. I don't know. I'm still in Chicago and embracing a shiny new ADHD diagnosis. I'd say surprising no one, but actually it seems like a lot of people are surprised because we don't know that much about ADHD as a culture, it turns out. If you're interested in exploring ADHD, I highly recommend the ADHD Rewired podcast. I just went through their 10-week coaching session and honestly, pretty life-changing. I'm not getting paid anything to say this. I just thought it was really cool. Really nice community over there. And we are so, so, so fracking happy to welcome Lisa back to the U.S. after a long hiatus in Australia. She's back in New York. She's doing well. She's been hard at work on a new podcast called Sweet Bitter, which is about the life and the works of Sappho. She's, um, she's got a great team working on it. You can follow them at Sweet Bitter Pod on Twitter and I assume other places. And go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast app because they've already got an intro up. They've got new episodes coming out, I think, this month. So I am crazy excited to listen to that. Also look for a series of BBBSG quarantine edition episodes where Lisa and sometimes myself, sometimes friends of the pod, will be discussing all kinds of fun movies, some Battlestar sci-fi adjacent, some not so much. It's been a lot of fun, so I can't wait till we get those to you. If, like me, you're an American who, I don't know, hypothetically spent an unreasonable amount of time over the last six months hiding under a blanket and watching all 75,000 episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race, it's time to get off your ass, check your voter registration, make sure it's up to date, make sure you know where you're supposed to go, you've got a plan in place for this November, because voting is literally absolutely the least we can do right now. Is it going to solve every problem? Nope, but it's a really good start. If you want to get more involved, please donate your time, donate your money. I've been giving when I can to bail funds for people who are exercising their right to engage in the political process by protesting and are sitting in jail because of it. It's weird times. So get involved, but at the very least, make sure you are registered and ready to vote because in America right now, it is literally a matter of life and death. And speaking of good places to send your money, we are so glad to see that Michael Hogan's GoFundMe has reached its goal, but they are still taking donations if you want to send some support. 
if you haven't heard, it's been going around online. Uh, our beloved Colonel Ty has been recovering from a brain injury since February. It's a really scary time to be an actor family going through a major health crisis. We were just heartbroken to hear the news and we want to send all of our love and support and wishes for a full and speedy recovery to Michael Hogan and love to his wife Susan Hogan because they are our favorite Canadian power couple. We adore them and we wish them well. And now, hearken back, if you will, to a simpler time. Kaylee and Lisa were recovering from a night out, starry-eyed and hopeful as they watched the Democratic debates in a crowded bar, arguing over whether Warren or Sanders would be the best candidate. Reminisce says they sit, shockingly, two feet apart from each other, sharing the same bed, the same air, the same donut, and, of course, a few beers. As we finally... At long last, take you through Daybreak Part 1. We have missed you so much. We hope you enjoyed our interview with Reka because it's been the absolute highlight of this experience. Take care of yourselves and we'll be back soon with the rest of our increasingly drunken thoughts on the finale of this beautiful show. You cannot play God then wash your hands the things that you've created. Sooner or later, the day comes when you can't hide from the things that you've done anymore. Welcome back to the first finale episode. I assume this is going to be at least two parts um, as the, or three parts as the finale is. The finale, which Ronald D. Moore thinks could have gone for four hours if they'd allowed it. <laughs> um, Not surprised. Of Beers, Beats, and Battlestar Galactica, where we, your co-hosts, Kaylee and Lisa, in the same room. In the same city, in the same room. In the same country. Wow. In the same bed. Discuss every episode of Battlestar Galactica, beat by beat. We drink beer. That's the podcast. Sharing a beer, sharing the same beer in the same bed. We are sharing a lot of things. Hopefully, I'm not going to share my... We did share a donut. Hopefully, I'm not going to share my germs. I'm a little bit unwell. What are we drinking? We put it over there. We did. (laughs) We're drinking. It's a cold above and beyond. You got all our beers for this. So, above and beyond a lovely light American pale ale from Mast Landing Brewing Company, which appears to be from... Sometimes they just Maine. really hide it. Oh, from Maine. Westbrook, nice. Maine. Lovely. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then later on, we will be drinking a very, very far beer uh, by Off Color Brewing. Color spelt with an O, not an O-U for all of you. <laughs> Didn't even mean to do that. And like some other people in this podcast, it is from Chicago, Illinois. These are We've got some more coming up for the second part, but these were on point, you know. Mm-hmm. I believe that there is a lot of very, very far travel. This is cute because they're bunnies in a spaceship. That is cute. Yeah. I didn't even catch that. All right. So we have a lot of stuff to get through, although weirdly my notes are pretty sparse. I tried to keep mine shorter than usual. We'll see how that goes. How many pages of notes do you have there? Uh, like 12, 13. Cool. I have less than four. Great. For all of them. 
for all of the finales. Yeah. And we also did not watch. So I'm, it's my bad actually, because I didn't watch the extended one, even though I had it, because I didn't realize it existed because it was on the other screen. And it was only when I went to listen to the commentary that I realized there was this like two and a half hour, like extended version. Um, And so we started to watch the commentary for that. And saw a few of the scenes, but but we were never gonna get recording if we watched all of it. So. Yeah, it was like a choice, and we thought we'd rather talk at you for longer. <laughs> You're welcome. Rather than be talked at by three men in a, you know in a studio. Yeah, drunk on tequila, talking about how sexy everybody is. Yeah, but to be fair, it was very equal opportunity talk about how sexy everybody That's is, nice. which I was I was into. Yeah. Um. Anyway, let's get into it. Tell me about this episode. Wow. So we are starting here with Daybreak Part 1. Uh, all of these final episodes were written by Ronald D. Moore and directed by Michael Reimer. We should I roll right? Should I roll right in? Are we ready? Roll in. I think we got to. I just think we got to get going. Let's We've go. got so much to get through. We've got to get to no floor play. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> That's what every lady wants to hear. Always. This episode opens with the credits, and I think it's the last time we ever see the credits. Oh wow! Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I'm uh, trying to remember that from. Nope. Don't know. Cool. Great. Uh, final count is 39,516 survivors in space, but I don't think we find out how many make it to Earth. No. Maybe. Uh, Maybe they say They version. say like a number, but I didn't write it but down. But it probably isn't precise. Probably yeah. like 30,000 I think they were like around 38,000. Yeah. So cool. uh, who knows? They probably don't know. As if they're going to have had time to like count all the fatalities. That's, they're smart to keep it vague because yes. th- by season four, they know they have fans yeah, who will be online sure. like, excuse me, but <laughs> <laughs> actually. That's that's you. <laughs> that's you. So no dun-dun-duns. I noticed that. No more dun dun dun. I was really sad about it. Yeah. It's just such a nice like whoop boom. Like it gets mm. you really pumped. Yeah. That music. Uh, anyway, we open on some shots of like a blue marbly looking planet. It's just Ooh, I wonder what vague enough that, that we don't know. Well, it could be like shots of Caprica or something or it could be Earth or true. whatever. Or New Earth. New Earth. Maybe it could be where we are right now. Maybe it could be present day New York, which is spoiler a lot where we're going to end up. So exciting. Except it's not present day New York. It's like 2009 New but York. But still, close enough. <laughs> it ends where this podcast ends, kind of. We can see New York City from here. I mean, if I get off on the roof, I could see it. Nice. I look at it every day as I walk down the road. We're so close. You're looking the wrong way. Whatever. It's, there's only one <laughs> window. There's one window in this room. And it goes the wrong way. <laughs> it points towards Brooklyn. I like looking at Brooklyn. Me too. Yeah. Brooklyn's my fave. Uh, we start off in Caprica City before the fall. We've got Adama taking a meeting for something he doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this guy's like, oh, man, it's one hour of your life. Come on. Yeah. Which... At first, I thought the one hour of your life was like the ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's actually the lie detector test. Yeah. I think it's what it was. It was a little confusing. Papa Adama. Papa Adama. Doesn't like lie detectors. He doesn't. And he doesn't like boring desk jobs. Nope. And he doesn't like retirement. Nope. None of those things. We've got some beautiful, like really well done kind of zoomy shots of Caprica City from above that I think they blew a lot of their budget on. Probably. It's very nice. It's nice that they could spend money on some like digital effects that were things other than spaceships blowing up. Yeah. Do you know what they didn't have to spend money on? What? The pigeon. That's a real pigeon. 
and it just it looked like a real pigeon. It was. Yeah. They thought they were going to have to. Now, the pigeon. I, I have a lot of thoughts about it. I know we're not there yet, but we, there is a shot of it in the beginning here, and I just want to address it now. Address the pigeon. So, Ronald Dean Moore kind of put it in, and he didn't really have a reason for it. And then Jamie Bamber was like, I love this stuff with the bird. I don't know what it means. That was literally his comment. And then they thought they would have to get a CGI pigeon. Like, that's how much they wanted the pigeon. And then they just, like, found a pigeon. And it was, like, totally fine. And They, they just, just found, like, a street pigeon? That wasn't, like, a trained actor pigeon? I think it was an actor pigeon. <laughs> but they found a pigeon and it was fine. And, like, pigeons are hard to work with, apparently. So they were like, okay, maybe we have to CGI some of it. But then it just flew out the window. Wow. So it was great. It was what a, a great pigeon story. Um, so shout out to that pigeon, MVP of the episode. I'm calling Good it Good job, here. that pigeon. Yeah, it's great. Probably not alive anymore. Probably no longer with us. What is the lifespan of a pigeon? I doubt it's 10 years. That's true. But I don't know. I think I'm just thinking of like pigeons living a dangerous life on the streets. They do live a dangerous life. <laughs> I mean, this pigeon had made good for itself. That's true. For them, This was one of the luckier pigeons. It was. Yeah. Um. Anyway. We'll get to the pigeon. We'll... we'll but now we know. Spend I just more thoughts to, on I the just, pigeon. I, was, I wanted to get it out there. Does it I mean forgot. anything? Who knows? No. Well, I mean, Ronald D. Moore doesn't know. So what do we know? Jamie Bamber doesn't know. Michael Reimer doesn't. No one knows. Nobody knows anything. They were just like, we like how it looks. Let's put the pigeon in. We'll cut out a whole scene of Starbucks and Papa Adama having this huge moment. We'll cut out Ellen stripping. But we're just going to keep gonna the pigeon. We're going to spend five minutes on this pigeon. This pigeon is more important than naked Ellen. To which I say, how dare you? Indeed. What they did leave in is Gaius and Six having fun times in the limousine. I think this is the first time they're like doing it. And I like the hand leg action of her. She's oh, it's very, very nice. Very bold. Hand on the leg action. She's just like, I have, this is, yes. Mm. And I love the, um, I've forgotten your name. Oh my God, yes. It's very good. Yeah. I feel like the hand on the leg, it, she's like, oh, others so often let you down. Mm-hmm. And he's and- like, oh, don't worry, I'll perform well. <laughs> <laughs> That's where this is going. But yeah, uh, he doesn't know her name. He never knew her name. Yeah. And she just kisses him anytime she asks. He asks her name, I guess. I love that. Yeah. I love I love it. They're having a little, a little make out and uh, the phone rings. And I think Gaius probably really is one of those guys that enjoys answering the phone while some woman is doing sexy times i believe that mm. and then he gets panicky very quickly and she keeps kissing on him for a minute which is funny mm. and then we jump to Rosalind. yes in so baby blue yes so i watched this when we finished recording the last episode which at this stage is like months ago right sure yeah yeah and so i like got really excited i watched all three episodes it was amazing I forgot about this. Yeah. Because I think I wanted to forget about this. Yeah, you want to forget. Why do you need to do this? It's so sad. Like, okay, cool. You're trying to make... But this is so... Her... Everyone. And her sister had to be pregnant too. Like, come on. If if not losing your sisters and your dad is enough... After you watched your mom die of cancer. Yep, sure. No worries. This is totally fine. What a great story. She's been through so much hell. And then, sure, then she's president in the apocalypse. It was just a perfect book ending, isn't it? Anyway. (laughs) so mad. I just see why they had to make your life more tragic. (laughs) I don't mind it because I think it sets up like... She is so resilient because she's already lost everything. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. And then she finds she finds something. She does. The, she does. She does. And finds, it is not her former student, stuff. but I am really into that subplot. And it's like everybody lost everything, but she lost everything before mm-hmm. the rest of the survivors. That's true. She had time to grieve. That's true. 
But right now, she is in a little baby blue number, hugging her little sisters. Definitely like taking on the mother role because they don't have their mother with them anymore. It's really sweet. I have no words. They're like making fun of some lady who I feel like probably got drunk. And Mary's laughing a lot. And it's it's just so nice. Beautiful laugh. I want to be there. I want to be on that couch hugging those ladies. Would she be our big sister? Wouldn't that be nice? Would that be complicated? Like because we also sister? have sexy feelings. That's true. For Mary McDonald. I don't know how big sisters work. I just am one. I am one. I have an aunt who's been kind of like big sistery. Yeah, and no sexy feelings, I assume. Well, no. That's not how they that's work. Weird. Okay, we're just checking. We're just checking. <laughs> You're just checking I'm in joking. on our feelings about incest? <laughs> I mean, I just want to have Mary McDonald as both sexy feelings and my older sister. So that's I'm just fine, because I feel like we all have a similar hang-ups about Papa Adama. That's true. Okay, cool. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. It's complicated. I just wanted to go to a really weird place with that. Right off the top. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, guys, we're back. Better than ever. Oh, my God. It's so much better recording in person. It's so much better. The distance thing, like, we made it work. hard. Long distance, guys. It's so hard. There's always, like... Internet There's not really a lag, but there's just, like, oh, are you... You're talking up... Yeah. My computer is nine years old. (laughs) Yeah. Mine's getting up there, too. Yeah. Starbuck is cooking. Yeah. I love it. Also, this is a weird storyline. This is also, this chick, more than anybody ever, is angling for a threesome with two brothers. Oh my God. So desperately. So much. And we'll never get it because the one she's actually dating fell asleep. But I feel like she was really working for it. Yeah. 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 But Mm, she opens opens the door and this smile between the two of them i feel like it's honestly the most chemistry we've seen from jamie bamber oh uh, i think they have good chemistry no, they do they do they do but yes i get what you mean and i love that her, his brother is like oh don't steal my <laughs> girlfriend again yeah and i was like damn anyway, yeah what's the story there yeah i just want to hear he denies it. it lee denies it but yeah. it sounds like sounds like he's a girlfriend stealer sounds like this and then you mine, can also uh yeah this one's mine hands off i wrote down and then i wrote a bunch of exclamation like points. no one owns starbuck have you met her seriously Come on now. how dare you and he'll be pretty hands-on mm-hmm. by the end of that scene which takes three episodes to <laughs> develop that's true <laughs> Uh, and you can see very much in this scene that it's the same apartment that they visited when sure Caprica is. was wrecked and then the same one that Leo been redesigned to be a creep. To That's true. I just put Starbuck down in. the microphone to get the next beer. Yeah, do that. You should do that. That's I'm still working on the current really beer. light beer. That's just like goes down to me. Goes down smooth. I mean, it was great. But it wasn't. It's, this is one of the better light beers I've had, I think. I don't usually like a light beer. So shout out to 209 Station again in Park Slope. They're very good. And they always have like, it doesn't matter. So I just go in and I choose the names, whereas other places I look at like what kind of beer it is. And actually, I don't think any of these are IPAs, um, which is weird for us. This is this very, very far is a Belgian style ale mix fermented with white wine yeast. I'm what actually super excited to try that one. That sounds Malts, like words that I like. Pills, Vienna, oat malt and spelt and then hops is nugget sterling and racal and it's got a secret yeast blend a secret yeast blend secret wow secret and there's you know anyway i'll tell you how it goes okay i'm gonna talk while you crack that baby open guys's father stabbed his nurse with a steak knife as you do 
<laughs> so she's out of there. He's begging her to stay, uh, offering Very. her not enough money to do so. <laughs> and Six gets out of the limo and uh, rolls up in the doorway just to like judge Gaius for what's going on. Yes. You know? And then his dad basically calls her a prostitute. Yeah. Which is, fuck she, you. She doesn't seem to flinch at that. No. I guess if your plan is the destruction of humanity, you're not going to balk too much at someone calling you a prostitute. Sure. Um, but yeah, his father gives him shit for changing his accent, which is fun because he admitted that's something he did mm-hmm. already. Uh, and Gaia starts like hitting him, but I feel like he's just sort of like hitting him with a handkerchief or something, but it's really creepy. That's weird. Just the two of them are terrible. Yes. Uh, he's like screaming at him and sends six home, mm-hmm. uh, because now he has to stay and look after his mean father who he is also mean to. Yes. Yeah. They are mean to each other. It runs in the family. What a lovely family. Um, and then... There is, in the extended version, uh, like some neighborly kid. There's like a scene with around here, I think. As Which well. I didn't remember at all. Yeah. Just an extra thing. And like Baltar's like smoking a cigar. And then like, it's really weird to also just introduce this kid. In, in the finale? The finale. <laughs> Seems really unnecessary. But there's like a bunch of scenes where the kid is involved. That they edited around. Yeah. They just edited this character out i wonder if they got paid they could have got paid yeah you get paid for the work regardless how of whether you make it in the episode that kid. they're just like oh my god i'm a battlestar galactica right everybody watches it at school and it's like you're no, a liar no. <laughs> i feel like that kid was young enough that maybe everyone was not watching battlestar galactica at school i don't believe it anyway we gotta do this we gotta do this scene rosalind comes down in her pjs Answers the door to the cops. And you could tell she, like, anytime the cops are at your door, you know. When you're, like, a nice, rich, white lady, they're not there for her. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe because she's, you know, too damn hot. I don't know. They're arresting her for being too attractive. Is that what you're implying? That was my joke. That was good. That wasn't good. (laughs) I am laughing so hard. She knows something is wrong. She sits down with the cops on the couch and they're like, I'm sorry because it's Canada. It is um, very, it's very weird acting on this, this police officer, their lines are very like bad and then it's not delivered well. She's like, your sisters and your father um, were hit by a car. And, and now then, they are all dead. And now they are dead. And then she says something like really weird. Like she's like, we tested the driver who is alive and he is, he was drunk when he hit your sisters and your father. Like, she says it, like, more than once that it was her sisters and her father. I'm like, you just need to say it one time and then you just say, like, hit the car or something. You know, like, you said it too many times. It was very wooden delivery. It was, but it it felt okay in the way that I think cops are never very good at being, like, like, cops are a good bedside manner. That's a really strange beer. You're a really strange beer. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, Take it from someone who's gone through sexual assault cases with mm. them. They are not great. Shocked. I am shocked <laughs> to learn this. Hot tip. Maybe you should get people with psychology backgrounds into those roles. Maybe counselors to yes. deal with that kind of what trauma. What idea. Yes. Anyway. 
continue. She kicks the wooden cops out. She's definitely in shock and just sort of like starts cleaning up from the baby shower. So it's clearly just the next day. Yeah. And then she walks out into the sun in her PJs. I can sort of relate fountain. to this. Oh, totally. And it's beautifully acted yeah. because, of course, it is because it's Mary McDonald. Of course. There's all these like business people and kids around. So it's definitely like in the middle of the day. Yeah. And she just like sits down, puts her feet in the water and then walks out into the fountain and sits against this rock under like the spray yeah. of the fountain and it's lets beautiful. it just wash over her. It's stunning. When I found out um, my friend had passed away, it was like a really weird thing because I just didn't really know what to do. And it was raining and I was supposed to, I was originally planning on like walking to this thing, which was like 45 minutes away. And I just like walked in the rain for 45 minutes. Yeah. I just didn't know what else to do with myself because I didn't want to be like at home. And so I was like, oh, guess I'll go to this thing. And so I just like went out into the rain and I walked. It felt like <laughs> I was like afterwards, I was like, that seems really dramatic, but it wasn't trying to be dramatic. I just like, I didn't know what else to do. And I wasn't like in the headspace to like get an umbrella. Like I, don't, I didn't even yeah. really care about it. I didn't really feel like it mattered. I just like was like okay i guess i'm walking here now <laughs> and then i walked there it was very bizarre yeah the way we Evening. respond to grief and tragedies it's just hard to know how to respond yeah because you can't like you I can't process it if it was people like this is a friend that uh was a friend uh i can't even imagine if it was like someone closer to me like or your whole entire yeah. family who you love very dearly <laughs> and now you have literally no one left yeah I mean, Good Lord, rough. I just have Rosalind in a heart and that's all I, you know, yeah, had to say. But it was in my half a page of notes. However you feel about adding to Rosalind's tragedy, perhaps unnecessarily, it is a gorgeous it is. scene. And very they well just want it. They were like, we can get more acting out of this. Bitch. <laughs> Let's just what else can we do? Let's take. Away Maybe she family. came to them and was like. More acting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of just being a cancer patient. Oh, she's never tragedy. just a cancer patient. I want sex. I want I sex want... with a younger, hunky man. Yeah, which used to be my student. Is not a thing that made it into the aired version. You so. didn't get any of that into no, the aired version? No, she just like says she's going on the date. And then later she calls and says, like, I'm in for the ADAR campaign. What? But there's no... That's there's so nothing. upsetting. I know. Okay, so we watched different versions. Oh, so maybe they, maybe I did kind of see most of the extended version. Yeah, because there's like, I feel like there's multiple versions. Because there's a version that actually aired, which I think is what's on sci-fi.com mm. right now. Um, but I feel like there was like a, an extended version that was intentionally made. But then there was all kinds of extra footage that they maybe cut it i don't i don't even know weird okay yeah. in my version we'll get to it okay because right. i have i, I can't wait to hear about extensive it extensive notes but my notes are really like yes get it yeah queen pretty much <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there i can't you wait you know me so well <laughs> um we do have a really nice edit here where it cuts from Rosalind under the fountain to like the drip of her iv mm. so we've got a little like tour of galactica rosalind's all hooked up to wires and equipment they're stripping galactica for parts and lee's in charge of that because he's in charge charge of everything everything. who is this guy who cares so much about like removing the viper launchers like we're cutting the heart out of the old girl i I feel like it's somebody we've seen before but i can't remember who it is so ronald d more tried to put like 
all the characters back into this, but in a really like, which I think is really sweet. Yeah. He was like, everybody should be included. And so like, it's that guy. That's nice. That we probably. That guy who I'm sure we've seen before. We've seen him before. Yep. Probably. Uh, He cares very passionately about the old girl Galactica. Adama's packing some items with the corners cut off of them into boxes. That don't have the corners cut off of them. The boxes don't. I thought about that and I was like, it probably would have been a lot of work for them to make like boxes, like a three-dimensional object without corners. For sure. (laughs) But also it is with corners because it has just extra corners. That's what it is. Because it has a bunch of corners. Oh, well, yeah. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. (laughs) Yes, he's packing away things and I, I guess it's a photo of his son when he's young I guess I didn't really I see I was too busy looking at the corners mm. uh Gaius's followers have like they've grown and they're attempting to amass a bunch of like political power and Paula's really excited about it mm. so that's fun definitely seems like people who should have political power yeah yeah so we've got this scene now that's heavily edited in the version i saw where gaius brings home this uh yeah there's a whole other character in it there's a whole other kid in it the woman who he brings home who has like a sex she just missed all of her amazing stuff so in the unedited (laughs) version she lights a match and then puts it out in her mouth and then blows smoke at Gaius. Why? We don't Why know. Why not? If you could do that, wouldn't you do that I, every time you wanted to like be sexy? I guess so. Is this sexy? I guess so. Is it? Um, I don't know. I, don't I think know. if someone did that to me, I would probably laugh really hard and they might be offended if they thought their trick was really but cool. But she just, man, she was acting her ass off and they caught all of it. Yeah. It's just like two seconds. He's I like, don't know if I would consider honey. doing a trick with a match acting your ass off. No, she but... did a lot of other stuff okay. too. She was like, <laughs> she was like really like coaxing him up and like trying to get him up there and like all this Ooh. stuff. And then like, they're like, no, nope, cut, 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 cut. Yeah. This episode is 40 minutes over time at least. I mean, I appreciate that they mostly gave more time to already existing characters rather than like new people. can we talk about how insane it is that Six was like, I just met you, but like your dad seems sad. So I set him up in a nursing home. It's weird enough that she broke into his house and started drinking his ambrosia and Absolutely. just like sat in a chair waiting. But for then him. also in like the original, the kid is there as well from the neighbor kid. So she's just like hanging out with his kid, just like waiting for yeah, that is to tell him much weirder to tell him that like, hey, by the way, I put your dad in a nursing home and he can farm there and he's very happy and he loves it and it's like and there's a lot of allusions to the fact that she might have fucked him yeah it's weird and then she's but like as far as we know is this like they have sex in a cab and then she puts his dad in a nursing home and is this how you're supposed to do it like i'm very confused please help this has to be before he's like oh i've agreed to because i love you i'll give you access to the no it's before that mainframe yeah it's definitely before before that but i think this is part of her like she read gaius well enough to be like like she knows they've established in the earlier scene he likes having things done for him she's like i solved this major problem for you you're welcome i'm very sexy goodbye but also Like. like what i mean okay Taking out for a moment that it's Trisha Helfer, and I'd probably be okay with any way she decided to I think it's me. a weird choice for anyone in the world except Gaius Baltar, who's like, wow, I never thought of that. I was going to call the police because you were creepy, but no, that's not creepy. You just went and 
went to my dad's nursing home, put him in a new nursing home. And took like, care of it all somehow, yeah. which seems very illegal. Yes. Like, and then I'm unrelated like, to this man, but, but I'd like to change his home. Uh, change his whole home. <laughs> um, it's just like a really weird courting move. will be a farmer again. <laughs> so, yeah, that first, was weird. First name basis with mm-hmm. Grandpa Baltar. Um, I guess he's not a grandpa. Well, as far as we know. Well, who knows? Uh, Little Gaius, named after his father. Yeah, that was never really made clear. Nope. Yeah. I was wondering, this is the piece of trivia that you wanted me to... I'm sure. ...throw out. Oh, yeah, Because we just watched the commentary. I was just wondering if the, the house they filmed in was a Frank Lloyd Wright house. And I think I knew the house they originally filmed for Gaius, they couldn't get back to it, which mm. we found out was because... Some other movie had Harrison like Ford. A Harrison it Ford Harrison movie Ford's had fault. trashed it, and the people were not, really mad. Yeah, not trashed it, but they called it like they call it like burning it. So like basically, what happened was like they had been filming too much, and their neighbors got too pissed off, and then they were like, "No, we say no to this. No more filming in this house." I wonder what house it. Well, what film it was? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Harrison Ford's got he's got a lot. He's the same belt. character in every single one of them. This is true. Yeah. There are a lot of actors who <laughs> that's how they get work. Uh which is fine. Whatever. Is this like could you be like like a kind of like Han Solo, Indiana Jones, Deckard kind of guy? And he's like, got it. Every <laughs> I'll time. I'll nail it. I'll nail it. Little rapey, great on it. Ish. He is all his characters are rapey. And he is apparently rapey. Is he? Yeah, he totally... Um, uh, yeah, Carrie Fish had some stories. Oh, I thought they just had like a sordid past. I didn't. Yeah, I don't know the details and, of know, it. You know, she was a teenager and he was like a full-grown man. Was, he, was she a teenager? Yeah, I believe so. She was like 18 or something. I mean, 18... Okay. I just... We're I not think, talking about like an underage thing. That's all. I'm not defending Harrison Ford know. or anything he's done. She could have been younger than that, but she definitely does I don't think she was younger than 18. She doesn't speak of it very. I know well. it was it, things got weird between yeah. them. That's all I knew, but I, I think believe that you. it was a little bit predatory. Okay, that um, sounds gross. Yes, I believe I read a memoir about it, and I was like, that tracks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Am right. I surprised? No. Am I disappointed? <sighs> yes. And somehow it makes sense that he and Guy's Baldar share a house. Yes. Yeah. Um. Anywho, the new house that they're using. Sort of looks like a Frank Lloyd Wright house. It's not. It's by some guy. I don't remember his name, but he he does like a sort of Asian slash Frank Lloyd Wright inspired deal. And that's the story. Great. And uh, for you guys of you at home, I also don't know who Frank Lloyd Wright is. So oh, he's like a very, yeah, he's a very famous American designer. He's like one of yep. one of the people that America is very proud of. Okay. Um, but the, he, he has a couple places many, in Chicago. How many people do you have, would you say? That how many Americans that, that we actually get to be proud of? <laughs> I don't know. They didn't tell me Frank Lloyd Wright was like racist or anything on the tour. So I have no idea. Oh, um, we should look into that. Most of our heroes are terrible. Yes, but, that's true. Uh, the house was stunning. Yes, that's very, true. Very also. beautiful. Frank Lloyd Wright house in Chicago. Mm. Starbucks is doing music note math with like music notes and equations yes. and stuff. She is trying to work out what it all means. And boy, howdy, that's going to pay off later. Yeah. Good thing she did all that music math. Good thing indeed. And stared at Sam for a long time. Lots of staring. In his bath. Yeah. There's a lot of... Do you do you miss that scene in... There's a lot of Anders in the bath. Does, he, does that get cut? Is that a thing? I when mean, he's, he's in the bath a lot in the episode. Yeah, I but don't... there's also like 
flashbacks of Anders. Oh, an as a sports guy. Bar. Yeah, we'll get okay, there. Okay, cool. We'll get so there. that wasn't cut. I no, that was clearly very important to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought so too, but like. I was just checking. Yeah, no, that's um, that's definitely because I in think there. it's funny that they also make his flashbacks bath scenes. Too. Yeah, no, like, it's very clever. But yeah, okay, cool, clever, sure, sure. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, right now, we have to deal with Hoshi being just such a klutz and spilling coffee all over the special CIC desk, and uh, Ty's like, "You'll never make Admiral like that." Yeah. So they're setting that up. Yeah. For in a few minutes. In I a guess. few minutes, this really <laughs> pays off that long wait after that scene mm-hmm. uh tyrell is visiting hilo yes there's a deleted or scene the other way too. around uh in the brig and they're talking about their sharons and yeah tyrell a- is just like she's a blow-up doll they're all the same we made them all the same you can't trust I them i love that he's like he was like that about silence and then now that he's a silent he's like no but those ones they're different there's a deleted scene here of him and sharon making out and fracking that's it. That's all. Tyrell and Sharon? Yeah. Like in a... It's like, hey, remember when they used to fuck? Got it. Yeah. That was it. But it was That's like new footage or like old footage that they No, stuck I think in. it was like new footage. Interesting. Yeah. I think they did like another... I don't know. They, they talked a lot about... Uh, were you in the room when they were talking about this? No. They talked a lot about how it was really difficult to do the flashbacks because like people had gained a lot of... Like Aaron... Get, like, uh, sorry, Tyrell gained a lot of weight and like... Their hair was different. Everybody's hair is different. They didn't necessarily have time to like film it in order. So like for a lot of the action scenes, apparently Jamie Bamba has a wig on because they did a lot of the <laughs> scenes with him with long hair and then they had to cut it for the former scenes and then they had a few action scenes to do. And so they're like, okay, he'll just wear a wig. Got it. So Lovely. Adorable. Trivia. So they had a bit of trouble with the... They made it work. It's yeah. not very distracting it's, or I, anything. It's not distracting. Yeah. I didn't find it distracting. We see a little bit of... This is the colony, right? That's what we're calling it. The silent where they take Hera. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. It, they, they were searching for the colony and then they moved the colony. And yes, that's yes, where we yes. are now. Uh, Cavill is just Cavill as ever. He's like, oh, this kid can draw dots. Fucking great. What a genius child. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he's moved away from calling her it. Oh, no. He comes back to that later in the Yeah, episode. no, he, he calls her it a lot. It's just a disturbing scene. And then they're like, you should just go ahead and do the tests. And then right in front of her, Simon's like, okay, better test out my horrifying drill. It's like, zoom, zoom. Lots of, oh, lots of Simon in these episodes. <laughs> there is a lot of Simon. He does. It's a great death scene later on. He does. And then he gets to like come and look at his own body. So that's Yeah, fun. that's yeah. cool too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot dog is running around with like you a crying Nikki. Dad. <laughs> I wrote that and then I was like, that's not as funny as I thought it would be. Because, but he is. He's just like carrying around the child. He's just like fully taking that on. Like Tyrell's like, I'm done. Like I he's doing, kid. he's doing it now. But then later, Adama is very clearly like, this is probably a one way mission. Everyone who volunteers <laughs> will die. And he's like, bye, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the only child in the universe? <laughs> Whatever. Because <laughs> who, who who volunteers to take care of this child? <laughs> I'm sure somebody's looking after both his puppies. They're they're heading off. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, and hot dog yeah. survives thankfully. Yeah, <laughs> lucky good lord, lucky times. Uh, he's been collecting photos of the pilots from the candle hallway and sets Adama up for uh, 
this this scene that's going to be his big turnaround at least in the episode that i watched um, not Arthur is yelling at him which is not, the yeah. episode that also exists in the short version it's just hot dog being like there are still pictures of people in the candle hallway and he goes and looks and there's one of athena and hera and he's like Ugh. and he walks away and then he stands <laughs> for like an absurdly long time in the doorway and then turns back and go gets the picture and has like decided now. particularly in an episode where they're, they're short on they're time. Short on time. He stands in that doorway for <laughs> so long, and his back is to us. It's yeah, just everything's his back. I mean, it's a it's a good back. It's fine. It's no, I have no complaints mm. about the back. It's just it seemed in an episode where they had We're to cut so much. Yeah, yeah. Gaius smooth talks his way into a conversation with Lee about like, oh no, it's not about. Me wanting power. It's my people. They deserve a voice. It's not about me. Is this where he says a line, does everything have to be reduced to your feelings about Kara Thrace? And I was like, yeah. have you seen Battlestar Galactica? Yeah. That's <laughs> a whole series. We stop everything when Kara's in danger. <laughs> we stop everything. <laughs> but also, like, Gaius has fracked over the fleet so many times. And he's like, this is about Starbuck, isn't it? Yeah. This is about her. This yeah. isn't about me. It's no, I haven't done anything wrong. What have I ever done? <laughs> this fracking guy. This fracking guy is. I think we're maybe at the Bath Anders scene, although am we I... are. We, we're at Adama visiting Starbuck and Sam and being like, plug him in. I need to talk to him. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Great. And also dealing with like, Starbuck, are you really dead? And she's like, I think so. I don't know. <laughs> Down the body, burnt it. Yeah, whatever, whatever that means. And he's like, I know what you are. You're, You're my, my daughter. daughter. Don't forget it. <laughs> which is very sweet. It is. And then we have the interview in the bathtub, which is, is funny to me because I don't watch a lot of sports, but every time I see a sports interview, it's like, yeah, man, I don't know. We just like went out there and we just like wanted really bad and we just like played really hard and the other team, they just didn't want it as bad. So we won. And Sam is like, it's about the perfection of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what we need? More sports people like that. <laughs> it's true. Very deep. I'm sure there are many deep sports people. It's just every sports interview I've ever seen yeah. doesn't quite go to this place of physics and mathematics yeah. and action and reaction the and way beauty. You're saying it is like, have you seen what's that Brendan Fraser movie where he with Elizabeth Hurley where he's like trying to be? Oh my god, I can't remember what it's called. There's a, is it, it be dazzled? Is, is that, that what movie? it's called? I have no idea. No, but I think you're on the right track. Basically, it's a movie with Brendan Fraser and Elizabeth Hurley plays a devil. And then he keeps asking... Yeah, I think asking, that's Bedazzled. Is it called Bedazzled? I think so. Anyway, whatever it's called, he... Remember, he was a sports person and he has a really small dick. And that's what he does. That's exactly what <laughs> you just did is what he does. He's like, you know, you just go out there. He's really dumb. And he just like... Anyway, that, that reminded me of him yeah. being a giant with a small dick and really stupid. Anyway, sorry. Anders having an interview in the bath. Yes, which they will come back to later. Uh, About the perfection and of the universe? Yeah. He just wants that perfect shot. God, he's a stud muffin, isn't he? The guys... Stud muffin. The guys... Sorry, there's, as I said, there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of creepiness. Oh, not creepy. Like, creepy how we're creepy in, like, a cute way where they're just like, these people are hot. Um, and they were saying um, on the commentary that when they hired him, 
So when they first like hired Jamie Bamber, originally they had this idea for Apollo that he'd be like this really tall, like, you know, big beefy guy. And then Jamie Bamber just kind of like happened and it worked, but they were like, oh, it's kind of not what we envisioned. And we're like, we need a tall hunky guy. And so they, they hired, um, what's his name? Michael Truco. Yeah. Uh, they hired him for this role. Cause they were like, oh, he's a hunk. Like they didn't even really care about his acting ability. And they were all like, we were just so surprised that he could actually like be a good actor. They were like, we were just like, this was amazing. He was just supposed to be a dreamboat. Like we just wanted a hot guy for the ladies. Um, so shout out to Michael Truco for like, you know, blown away their I think expectations. this show has proven that hot people can sometimes act because I think hot people can act and we have we have the same conversation about trisha helfer <laughs> who was thought i think early on in her career to not be able to act because just because she'd been a model and because she's absolutely stunning yeah yeah but i think but she's like, brilliant yeah i i don't think it was i just think that they had not necessarily considered that he could they were like he looks I mean right. to be fair there are a lot of hot people who have been cast despite not being able to act at all not in Battlestar Galactica just in Riverdale yes I'm sorry <laughs> sorry you're really sick I really am <laughs> <laughs> has anybody seen the vampire diaries I know one person in this bed who has. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love Vampire Diaries and I rewatched all of it and the originals and I continue to watch Legacies and I listen to the Vampire Diaries Diaries, which is a podcast. If you want, it's very similar to ours, but about the Vampire Diaries. Um, they're great. I think they're on hiatus right now, but I'm still behind. Yeah, um, you've, you've plugged them before. Yeah, I think. I think it's fun. I just like, it's such a bad show. I love it. <laughs> but I feel like having never seen it and just making a guess, that's a show that knows what it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, but I also love it. Like, it's like, um, it's a female driven show. It's like, uh, it seems it's really good. I, I like it. Great. It's great. I love just it. Just maybe not winning a lot of awards for acting. That's all. No, That's fine. but some of them are really good actors. Like um, they they talk a lot about the main um, Nina Dobrev. She's actually a really great actress, and she's really hot. Nice. Um, but not all of them are. Yeah. Just but she is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Oh, we've got the pigeon now. The first pigeon. The they come back to the pigeon. The most the most valuable pigeon. Yes. Cool. Amazing. Thank you. I thought of that all by myself. I'm very proud to know you. Are you ready for your second beer? I gotta chug this last sip. Do it. We only get one finale. Give it. Jamie Member is bad at being pretend drunk. He's bad in this scene. Adama? Ty? Apollo? Jamie Bamber. Okay, I Apollo. I was just trying to think of who was drunk in this episode. It's a lot of people, actually. With, in the pigeon scene, he comes home. It's oh, like is he supposed, supposed to be, to be after. Because ah. he's like, double dog dare, pigeon, fracking pigeon. He's he's pretending to be drunk. And I guess like maybe it's harder when you're already not doing your own accent to then be like trying to slur your speech in an accent that's not yours. Maybe. Although but- he does a really good accent normally. He's just like... There are people who are good at playing drunk and there are people who are not. And I think he's not. Do you know what? If James Masters can do an American, a British, wait. Yeah, but James, I feel like his British accent isn't actually that no, no, good. But what he did really well is played as an American, a British guy trying to do an American accent badly. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. Yes. That was a great. I'm a friend of Xander's. Xander's. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's fair. He does that super um, well. Also, shout out to my sister, Tamika, who is 18, almost 19-ish, uh, who I got a message, one of the messages that a sister always wants to get, which was, I've started watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer and I love it. <gasps> so shout out to Tamika. I'm so proud of you. That's And a she watched thing. like all of it in like a very short amount of time. Yeah. Um, Buffy happens to you. It does. So I'm just like, it was just a really proud moment for me. That warms my heart. Yeah. yeah. So my sister has always loved Buffy. So we've had that yeah. to bond over forever. Closer in age though. I think what the thing with that's hard with... Um, like I was thinking about this Battlestar Galactica because series are now so aside from Riverdale, um, but like a lot of series now, I guess the CW is actually not like that. And the CW, a lot of teens really like it, but for the most part, like TV is a very like well thought out from start to finish. And this spoiler alert was not. And what? I was wondering about how that translates because I think for us, we're like used to how TV was. So we're like, yeah, some episodes will be good. Some will be bad. Sure. And like, you know, it's how it is. And a lot of TV back then, since there was way less TV on, like, like the shit like Netflix didn't didn't exist and yep. stuff that was happening on sh- channels like HBO was very new. So, like, most TV shows were doing 22 episode yeah. seasons where some of them just had to be filler. Yeah, yeah. which the CW still does. Sure. And yeah. I actually watched all of Jane the Virgin recently and I love it. I watched that show. Yeah. Yeah, it's cute. Um, it's, it's just funny. what I needed, I think. And it's now light. I started watching yeah. like telenovelas because I want to have more Spanish in my life. Anyway, sorry for my sneezing. What do you think of the beer? The beer is strange. It is strange. It's the perfect way to describe it. It's like, it. it's some, there's a fine line between... Pleasure and pain? Yes, but also... Um, it's like a line between good and skunky and this beer is sitting right on that line. It really is. It mm-hmm. truthfully is. This is the very, very far beer. Mm. Interesting. We have some weird ones. For I wouldn't buy it again, but I don't hate it. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I drank it. It's growing on me. But I have a cold as well. So anyway, <laughs> let's get through the rest of this episode. So hey, have a break. Have some more beer and probably whiskey. Let's do it. Let's do it. Adama and Starbuck very dramatically make a line with tape so down dramatic. the hangar deck. And I was wondering if they were out of salt because that's what they used to use to make lines down the hangar deck. Feels like a waste of salt in post-apocalyptic world. I mean, maybe that's why. Yeah. That I feel like they finally ran out of salt. But then I was like, maybe that's a different thing. You don't want to be throwing you it on use the, floor. the salt for a different thing. Yeah. There's one lady who's very concerned about what they're doing and it takes everyone else a while to notice. I just like when extras are like very engaged. Yes. And they they do what I call a uh, exposition hot potato. Oh my beer. God. That's what it is. It's so funny. It's like, yeah. as they, it, I actually kind of loved it. It was, it was really well done, but it was, it's still terrible. And it was one of those moments that reminded me of the West wing, which yeah. we were just talking about earlier. Oh, yeah, um, but not on the podcast, right? Not on the podcast. Okay, cool. While we were I'm eating just, donuts Do you know earlier. what? I think the reason... Okay, it's not all of the reason, but I think, like, Elizabeth Warren is, like, Jed Bartlett, and I think... I was thinking about it today. I was, like, thinking about how I love her because she's just so smart. And a guy came in the other day, and he was like, I just don't know why anyone is voting for anyone else he's like i just it's very clear to me but i think it is if you're like especially a west wing fan and you see her up on the debate stage and you're like oh my god she just always knows more than anybody else in the room and she's just real smart and it's just really nice to see and i was thinking about her and jed bartlett and i think 
there's some synergy there. That's lovely. I think the Jed Bartlett generation probably is like, yeah, Liz. I, yeah, I wonder if you went back and really looked at Bartlett's policies, how they would hold up in oh, 2020. That show does not treat women well. Yeah. I watched it. I started rewatching it and I had to stop because I was like, nope. They got to that episode where they're like, these women. And I was like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. I loved you. In the past, <laughs> rewatching this is only gonna make me hate it. Yeah, basically every show I revisit that's like more than five, ten years old, I'm like, oh, yeah. this hasn't aged well. Something's aged fine, but West Wing was not one of them. Battlestar Galactic has aged a lot better. I think that's true. Mm. I think they did a really good job. Uh, but anyway, there's just a lot of like walking and talking briskly through hallways in with this different scene, people and it's with like different picking people. up. I just I loved it. Yeah, it was, there are a few shots that are like we start on this person, but now we're pulling it on this person. It's really bad, like in a way that I really enjoy. Yeah, I love it. Like it's I also well. love that hot dogs. Like, I guess probably Adama must have talked to Sam. I know, pretty freaky. <laughs> it's a great line. He's talking to the other pilots. It's really cute. I know, guys. He talked to the the like semi unconscious Cylon in the bath. Pretty freaky. So good. It's cute. Mm. Athena is in rough shape. Mm-hmm. We get this little scene between her and Hilo where he's like, "We're gonna find her, and it's gonna be okay." And she's just like on the bed with like red eyes, just like as you would. She's be. already dead. Like, yes, <laughs> it's very sad. It's super sad. We have another flashback to Laura Roslin on the phone with somebody who sounds like is a very supportive friend and she's eating sushi with her fingers. Yes. And I love her. Yes. Uh, I mean, analogy for anything. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not surprised that that's where my mind that's went. That's where you went. Uh, also, who eats sushi with her fingers? Laura Roslin. sushi with your fingers? Laura Roslin. What? And I'm here chopsticks. for it. Chopsticks. Did, did they just realize they were like, fuck, we haven't addressed chopsticks. Do chopsticks exist in this world? And, and then, then they had like a two-hour debate about whether chopsticks existed. <laughs> and if they had corners. <laughs> <laughs> chopsticks are real, but they're shaped differently. They're shaped different. <laughs> we have them. But they only have like two Asian characters, maybe. So I feel like they were like, what should we have Laura Roslin eating this scene? And Mary McDonald was like, I want sushi. <laughs> anyway anyway whoever's on the phone is like number one you should join adar's campaign number two you should go on a date with this young guy and she's like i'll do the second thing if you shut up about the first thing and then also she said sean i like that name and i was like who likes the name sean oh yeah that's i feel like she was like sounds familiar no no no. first she says sean i like that name and i was like who says that who likes that name Sorry to all the Sean's out there, but I just think that's an objectively ugly name. <laughs> no? Just me? Like, it's fine, but if someone said to me, like, oh, this person's name is Sean, I don't think I'd be like, ooh, Sean. Yeah, exactly. They cut now to Rosalind, like, putting her wig on, which I think they must have used, a, like, a bald double for, because it's the only time the back of her head doesn't look uh, like a cone head. Yeah. Because um, Mary's got a full head of luscious yeah, hair. Yeah, Ronald T. Moss brought that up before. Yeah. He's like, we, can <laughs> we had really to shoot set her. up the camera. Just right. So you can't <laughs> see anything behind her. They like had to rearrange things on the set. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the hangar deck is really full. Like everybody's there and Adama is up on a ladder yelling at everyone, which really worked for me. <laughs> um, of course it did. I just, I'm really sad you like, missed the extended positions scene of authority. Because there's stuff that Rosalind does that would work for you. Ooh. Like you missed her in lingerie and I'm really sad about it. We'll get there next episode, but let's, let's finish this yeah, one yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Adama's asking for volunteers, volunteers to the starboard side. And I was like, if I was there... What if I didn't know what the starboard side was and I didn't know what I was signing up for because I don't know. But if I worked on the Galactica, on probably I would know. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just bad at directions. I think the side with the least people was the volunteer side. Indeed it was. Great. Yes. And they say over 15. I was like, damn, you're going to enlist young youngins. Oh, over 15 years. I missed that. Yeah. They were like anybody who's over 15 wow. who wants to volunteer. Wow. And I was like, wow. Lee Adama steps up first. And then we have mm-hmm. the ties. We've got Hot Dog, like, I don't want to be a dad no more. We've got Ishe volunteers and uh, Coddle tries to walk oh, up. Oh, it's so nice. And Adama's like, like, nobody. <laughs> they need a doctor. And he's just like, mm. it's very noble. Yeah, it's nice. But also maybe he knew Adama was going to do that. So he gets cred for it. I love that. <laughs> I love volunteering for stuff when I know people will say no. No, no, no. no and no, you're, no. Like, you're like, oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did I my part. It. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> uh, Caprica 6 is going. Tyrell drags Tori. He's I like, what do, what, do you, what do you have to do? Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Get Next murdered? Episode. Do you have to get murdered <laughs> by me? Is that what you have to do? Oh my god! Well, I can't wait to get to that bit. Continue. It looks like Gaius is gonna go, and then he doesn't go. Yeah, He'll sad. Go later, it's fine, but he doesn't go. Uh, and then who emerges from the crowd? But a freshly dressed, freshly wigged Love Laura Roslin. And Adama walks up to her and gives her his arm. She's like, you weren't going to go on this mission without me. He's like, I wouldn't dream of it. It's and then so I also love that she goes over to Starbucks. Yeah, That's a really sweet moment. It was a beautiful moment. moment. And it was one of those moments that felt like this is special for the actors and for the characters. Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm going to cry. Oh, we're almost to the end, folks. Yeah. But not quite, but almost. To the end of the first part of the end. Yes. And then we have the second part of the end, which is two parts. Mm. So let's do it. Racetrack and Skulls are out of the brig. They've been sent on yet another dangerous mission. I was so excited about this. <laughs> also because Skulls, the guy is Skulls, right? <laughs> Says the more things change, the more they stay the same. Which I was like, I see what you did there. <laughs> All this has happened before. Yes, exactly. But he said it different. Except not for them because they die later. Anyway, let's um, continue. Yeah, that's sad. But also I loved to see them again. I was really excited. Yeah. And also we know for sure now that like Adama didn't kill everybody who. Which is nice. Uh, betrayed him. Uh, probably because he knew he might need them later. Yeah. They're like, oh no, there's a black hole. And also the Cylon colony is here. And then they have a big old meeting. Adama and everybody. How are we going to do this? We got that there's only one way in and one way out and the Cylons are going to know we're there and they're going to shoot at us. And what are we going to do? And Adama says, let's get to work. And then to be continued. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. How did you do counts? Oh, no, I did not. Okay, cool. That's great. That's great. Too much. Strong ending. We are going to end this episode here. 
and we are going to get some more beers and we will let's go out to the kitchen oh my let's god go out to the kitchen this is amazing let's go out to the kitchen and get ourselves some beer let's all go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat delicious things to eat the popcorn can't be beat the sparkling drinks are just dandy the chocolate bars and the candy so let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat